So firstly, thanks uh, so much for uh, uh, taking the time to do this. Um, but uh, I guess to start off, uh, where, where did you, where did the love of music uh, start for you? And uh, when did you decide you wanted to uh, compose for film? Oh, I, I kind of grew up around music um, just from the time I was to pay attention to anything. <laughs> and as far as, as far as film music goes, uh, again, that came kind of early, kind of from the earliest thoughts of mm. what do what do I want to be when I grow up? Um, I loved movies, uh, I loved music. So that oh, that sounds like a good combination to me. Um, so I. Just from, it's hard to, there wasn't any sort of like catalytic event, if that's a word, uh, other than kind of from when I could think about what I wanted to do, this is it, it was uh, movie music. So uh, did you have, what kind of music did you uh, listen to growing up? Uh, you, you know, the generic answer is everything, which really was true. Um, I, uh, I grew up playing uh, piano and saxophone. And between the two, you know, I played in just about every kind of group and ensemble uh, there was. And so I was exposed both as a performer and as a listener to to so many uh, different genres and different styles and different sounds. And uh, as I, I studied jazz uh, as a saxophonist, and I, I was I studied that language and still love it. Um, and then as I got into college, I studied music composition, um, which is what I, I got my undergraduate graduate degree in. Mm -hmm. And so it's really just kind of, you know, if, if, it's, if it's good music, which is very subjective, but if I like it, I like it, regardless right. of what style or context or genre it is. Uh, do you have any, uh, any favorite composers? Uh, well, sure, but you know, again, it's just—it's like I, I could list uh, every, kind of the same things that just about everybody else would say. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly because I think it's hard to have favorite composers because just about everybody has done something that I really like. Mm -hmm. Just, just like just about everyone has done something that hasn't resonated as well with me. Right, <laughs> uh, which doesn't make it bad. It just that means that. It's uh, it's very hard to to say a favorite or two, um, because there's so much good out there. Right. I think. Um, so I guess you know, being relatively uh, new to the industry, um, what was the uh, hardest part about getting to where you are now from when you started? Um, you know, I it's a hard question to answer, and I think. I think the best way to answer it is the unknown mm -hmm. because there's no, there's not a career path to movie music, to film composer. It's, um, yeah, it's not like you go to school and get your degree in, in movie music and they have recruiters showing up at campus wanting you to, to come start their company an entry level position and we'll pay this much and here's the benefits involved. And then here's your upward mobility of opportunities for promotions and things like that. It's, it's very much, uh, you know, take one step forward into the dark and you can see around a little bit more. Take another step forward into the dark and, oh, I can see a little bit. <laughs> but it's just, it's very much the, the, just kind of feeling your way along, trying to make decisions instinctually that feel right. 
but I think that's probably the difficult part is just the, there, there's no way to know what the results of any decision will be right. and if it's going to lead to where you know, I want it to be as, as a film composer. And I've been pretty fortunate to this point that um, uh, it's, it's going in that direction. And uh, you, you've worked with uh, James Newton Howard over the past couple of years. How did you meet him? I met him. Excuse me. I met him through a friend uh, when I was I, after I got my degree in composition. I came out here to USC and did the uh, they, they have a graduate film music program. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a one year program, and uh, I met um, a friend of mine who worked over at. Uh, Hans Zimmer's studio or remote control and this was shortly after Batman Begins had finished and this uh, friend my friend was walking uh, by Hans's studio who was in talking to James and he called called him in and said hey James is looking for uh, uh, an assistant do you know anybody and I had just finished the USC program and I was trying to find a way to you know, stay in town and hopefully gainfully employed and just you know very fortunate to uh, to have to have a man in the right place, <laughs> and he he gave him my name, and I got an interview, and yeah, was hired uh, to work for him. And that was, I guess, about uh, six years ago, two thousand five. Wow. And I worked full time worked full time for him for three and a half, almost four years. So working, I mean, working with him must have been an incredible uh, learning experience. What was the the most important thing you learned? Uh, while working with James, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I, it felt like I was on scholarship uh-huh. because you know, I was being paid, uh, and I was you know, working very hard. Um, yeah, because he was he he worked so hard right. and requires a team around, around him who who worked as hard. Um, but that's really where I learned. I mean, I learned a lot through school, learned a lot at USC and was exposed to a lot, but it's kind of by doing Mm -hmm. that you learn and being around kind of the top of the game as it were. uh, So uh, in in such a firsthand way was really, really valuable as far as learning how to get a score from concept to, demo to revisions mm-hmm. to you know, et cetera, to approval to uh, you know, prepping for sessions to the copyists to the orchestrators to the stage um, you know there, there's a lot that goes into it and it's hard to simulate that sort of thing as a student you do it to some degree but never to the you know, on the scale and scope of a major project and with with the time constraints involved so I think that you know, just it's hard to say what the most important thing I learned was because I really learned most of what I know uh, through my experience with him. Mm-hmm. But I think the the other valuable lesson is he is uh, he he makes himself extremely user friendly for for the filmmakers. Um, you know, the, he will always find a way to deliver what they want. Um, even if they don't necessarily know that it's what they want, <laughs> but he finds a way to, to make, make everyone, everyone happy. And that's, that's uh, not a skill that everybody has. Uh-huh. And, and so that's something that I'm you know, trying to employ in my own career as well. So how did you, uh, so now you, you did source code uh, with Duncan Jones. How did you get involved uh, with that project? 
I had last, I don't remember, last year, I believe, finished uh, a movie for Taylor Hackford called Love Ranch. Mm -hmm. And the editor on that film was Paul Hirsch. Uh, fantastic editor and very well respected. That, right, you know, right. Can basically do whatever he wants. Uh, and also the the post production supervisor on that, uh, a woman named Lisa Dennis. Well, they ended up doing source code uh, this year, mm-hmm. and it, it it got to be you know, I guess November of of last year, and I had finished, so I thought all the work I was going to do in 2010 and my wife was having a baby. And so the, the, the November 9th, we're in the hospital. She has a baby and November 10th, I get a call from Mr. Dennis. Um, can you come watch the movie tonight? <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, but, yeah. And luckily Malia, my wife and the baby were safely in the hospital and they were both completely asleep. There's nothing I could do anyway. So jumped in the car and drove down to the editing uh, editing suite and watched the movie and met with uh, met with Duncan and Paul and uh, a couple of the producers that night. Um, Paul had given my name as someone who he thought could come in and do the score in, in, in a compressed time period. Mm-hmm. And so it really um, it came about that way where Paul said, Call, give this guy a chance, have him come down, watch the movie, let's talk to him. And then after that meeting, uh, that night, they sent me away to to write the the ending and write the main titles. Um, it wasn't explicitly laid out as an audition, but that's basically what it it, it was a, a de facto audition. Right. Um, so I went away and wrote about you know, seven minutes of music and sent it to him a couple of days later, and it was kind of full steam ahead from there. So how much how much time did you have to compose for Source Code? Uh, about four weeks. Wow. So, I mean, that's, uh, what's the hardest thing when you're working in that type of time crunch? Are you kind of in a panic mode or you just try to, you know, just kind of, you know, take a deep breath and approach it? Well, I think it's, there's probably a little bit of both. There's, I think there's a healthy amount of fear that has to be involved (laughs) that, that motivates you to, uh, to really focus and, uh, and, not that I would ever consciously do otherwise, but really try, you'll be focused on doing the best work. Um, but there's, there's not a lot of, in fact, there was no time for kind of noodling around for experimenting and for trying things. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of, yeah, how about this? All right, we're on the right track and let's keep going. Uh, you know, usually I would try to write, usually I would try to write something away from picture, try to write some themes, try to write, uh, you know, but in this case, it was they needed to see stuff to picture right away, and and it worked out well because both the scenes that I started on um, were they're kind of the, the the biggest scenes of the movie, especially musically, mm-hmm. and so I was able to draw 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 from those two scenes all the themes for the rest of the movie. Um, and, and but as far as your question of the hardest part of that, I. You know, I, I, it, it is hard, but at the same time, it's not all that uncommon. Right. right. To, it's always a deadline. Yeah. A, a tight <laughs> schedule. And so, it's, uh, you know, on, on one hand, it can be kind of a, a motivating factor because you know, there's, there's, there's the challenge of, all right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to make the schedule, but also the, you know, the, 
there's that also kind of ticking clock going on in the back of your head of the deadline isn't moving. Uh, and so if I don't get this much music done and approved uh, per day or per week or per, however you want to measure it, uh, we're not going to make that deadline. And so uh, I, I wouldn't say that's the hardest part of it, but that's you know the, 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 the kind of unmoving but constant present uh, nature of the deadline right. is... Uh, <laughs> It is you know the, the scariest thing about 